Todd Bills. There's been no shortage of coverage of the curious case of 120, a company founded on the promise of delivering discounts to drivers on commonly purchased products on the road via its app, and one that marketed itself as squarely for the driver. One of the affiliated companies was 120 Trucking. The owner-operator of the sole power unit in the company was Wisconsin-based Lee Schmidt, hauling heavy in a 2005 Peterbilt 379 with his wife, Lisa, manning the books for the operation and along for the haul most of the time. Their Schmidt's arrangement was one of a lease to 120 trucking, paid on a percentage of the load, with Lisa paid a sort of consultant's fee for her bookwork. Essentially, they ran the business like true independence, but freight payments flowed through Christian Schink owner of the small trucking company and 120's former leader. The Schmitz had wrapped their truck with 120 insignia, and regular overdrive readers will recall it from its presence at the DC ELD protests back last October and a variety of truck shows that the last couple of years. The Schmitz were also tasked by the company with testing products 120 looked to launch, like the FVLD and its MAPS application, neither of which exist today. Former 120 head, Christian Schink, as he tells it, was offered the opportunity to buy his principal investor, the Trimble Companies, to buy out their stake in controlling interest in pieces of the company like its ELD and the MAPS application for a whole lot of money, Schink says. Rather than go this route, Schink says, he quit his own company then and took with him ideas he viewed as salvageable, leaving behind 120 products like the FELD. One thing he took with him according to a press release issued in mid-May that announced Schenck's Truck That Holdings company was taking ownership of certain pieces of his former business, included, yes, 120 Trucking. Now months into the, to the demise of that business, the Schmitz still have not been paid all that is owed to them, they say, for loads hauled. Schenck quit the 120 company, he says, sometime in early April. The Schmitz, they say, heard about 120's impending end not until the next month. They heard about it the same way other 120 users did. Here's Lee and Lisa Schmidt telling their story. Yeah, we got an email exactly the same way everybody else did. And then, you know, I think it was a Friday we got the email and couldn't get a hold of anybody until Monday. And finally, it's like, what the hell is going on? Well, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. And what it was was Trimble pulled their funding. And they had more stock as investors in the 120 ELD and MAPS than Christian did. So them being the major shareholders, they could just stop it. Okay. As far as saying, all right, you just screwed everybody and you screwed us and all the drivers are asking us what the hell is going on? What are we supposed to tell them? And uh, interim. Rick um, Oxenberg, Oxendorf, Oxendorf. His name is, I spoke with him personally, and he said the only thing I could tell other drivers was that Trimble pulled the funding. So. And he was the acting president of 120 when they decided to shut everything down. Rick Oxendorf is the chief operating officer of the PeopleNet company, part of the Trimble companies. The way that Christian Schink, former head of 120, tells it, when Schink quit 120, Trimble put in Oxendorf as the acting president, as the Smiths themselves described. Leanne McNabb, a representative from Trimble, confirms that Trimble did decide to cease financial support and assisted in 120's wind down. However, she says, no parts of 120 Incorporated were in fact transferred to a third party. The businesses that Schenck owned were separate entities themselves. 
Meanwhile, most importantly here, none of these people informed the owner-operators of the Peterbilt rep with the 120 insignia that any of this was happening. Okay. We couldn't get all of anybody, you know, Christian wouldn't return any calls or anything. We had no idea what's going on. So it's like, all right, what the hell is going on? You leave us hanging? We didn't really think it was not a big deal. We're 120 trucking, which is supposed to be a separate entity of 120. But yeah, we did all their testing and, you know, help promote their product. In that, in the sort of press release that went out, I was under the impression that um, 120 Trucking was going to uh, be continuing uh, under the Truck Vet uh, Holdings Company, and nothing would be a big deal. So I was sort of surprised to hear from you guys when you noticed noted that you hadn't been paid for several loads there at the very end of it. Um, um, that was the plan. We were going to rewrap our truck and just continue on with whatever you know whatever the new name was going to be. We were going to fully intended to do that. But then there's where the problem started after that. The way our lease is set up is, is as a driver, we're supposed to be paid within 15 days of delivering a load. Some companies pay within 24 hours, you know. Um, right. And when you haul a load, you build a shipper, and you don't get paid for the load for 30 days. And throughout, sure. you know, building this company, Lee and I never really enforced the 15 days because we were helping build a company, you know, I mean, you know, we just sure. took money from the company when we needed it or when there was money to be had, then we took it. And so we hauled a ton of freight in two weeks time. It was over 37,000 gross. And the last load that we delivered, delivered on May 8th. And so I don't know with all permits and escorts, they owed us over $15,000. Meanwhile, our truck is in the shop getting repairs, which needs $17,000 worth of repairs. And we needed the money that we were getting paid, you know, to help get our truck out of the shop. So we couldn't even get our truck out of the shop to go earn more money because we couldn't get paid. Right. You know, so we, we literally had to wait the 30 days until the money came into the company before they could pay us. And so the money came in in stages because the loads were delivered in stages. So like one week there was a big chunk and the next week there was another chunk. He owed us $20,282 and some change. So when my truck broke, I put it in the shop and I told him, I says, well, knowing what I had coming, I'm like, all right, you know, go ahead and do what you got to do. You know, try to keep it under... 12,000, 15,000, you know, under that. Well, then he called back and he says, we got it done. It's going to be 17,000. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm still owed 20,000. It's going to be tight, but I got all the money. Not a problem. Then we couldn't get paid. Right. So, that, so uh, that's when, uh, that's when things started to get serious, right? Yeah. Uh, you have been paid um, since then some, um, a bit. Was it, you some amount. It, maybe it was some amount. Okay. When I spoke with Christian Schink on Wednesday morning, he felt confident that things would be settled with the Schmitz. Everyone will be happy, he said, by the end of the week. What, uh, when, you, when you sit back and you, and you look at this, um, I mean, $4,000 is, is a considerable amount of money, but um, for, you know, for a company that, um, that sort of put its sort of brand out there as one that was, you know, for the 
for the driver, uh, you know, for the owner operator, uh, you know, they, they put out, put the FLD, FELD out there is this kind of, uh, the lowest cost solution to this, this particular problem, uh, ELD compliance, uh, on the market out there. And, you know, they, and they had a lot of beneficial, um, uh, beneficial uh, products and discounts and such truck stuffs for, uh, drivers and owner operators. Um, do you do you guys feel that that was a genuine uh, uh, message uh, that they were putting out there, given um, given the difficulties you're experiencing now with just getting paid the four thousand dollars that you're owed for hauling with them? You know, we truly believe that this product was going to help drivers. That's why we went in, you know, both feet, and we literally lived it. You know, it wasn't something that we actually yeah. had to sell per se. It, it it would have been great. It truly was awesome. But now I even I did a post on Facebook at once. You know, it's kind of sad that a company that was started to help drivers ends up screwing their own drivers in the end. I don't Go know ahead. what went wrong. Have you? I mean, have you had further communications uh, uh, with the company? You know, um, since you've uh, sort of been paid up to that four thousand mark that you're still owed. Nope. No, no, not. A, no, if I, I say anything, it's nice. So it's it's best if I don't say anything. Yeah, we can't go to, a, you know, the division of labor because we don't qualify under that because we're on independent contract. There's least, yeah, uh, yeah. Lisa, were you were you being paid? Uh, on a percentage of the load as well, or is the payment to you, both of you guys uh, uh, coming out of the same sort of percentage, or, or I think I heard you say at some point that you were sort of paid like an employee, but not that's not the case. I got a consultant salary, so to speak, huh. for running yeah. the business and doing all the book work that I did. Yeah. But it was an independent contractor type relationship and not an employee relationship, right? Right. Right. And then, uh, and then, then you guys got paid percentage of the load for uh, for the freight you hauled. I'm guessing. Yes. Right. right. Makes sense. Yeah, and the way it was set up, you know, when this was came to us when we did the Louisville show and we took them down there and they first did truck that a couple years ago. I guess it'd be three shows ago. Um, right. we went down. I was leased to Green Tree at the time, and we were going to go to the truck show. So, so all right, we took the load. Well, the way our lease was set up with Christian after the fact was, I'm going to get a higher percentage. You're not going to pay me to go to the shows. You're not going to pay me to promote your product. I'm just going to get a higher percentage of the load. You'll pay my hotels. You'll pay my meals and everything when we do all the shows. And that was that's the way I did my compensation for it. You know, because it was like, all right, I could see this, that this was a good thing that he was trying to do, but it just, it backfired. Yeah, you know, I talked to um, I talked to guys that were running the uh, the FELD uh, who experienced quite a lot of problems with it. Um, was that was that your um, experience with it as well? Because I know you guys did run it too, right? No, we ran it from the as our legal log from the day we were certified. Um, no, okay. we didn't have the problems that everyone else was saying. Okay. Um, and we have quite a few friends that didn't have the problems either. So, you know, I can't, people will say, well, yeah. they didn't charge 
actually see and that's why it wasn't good. No, that had nothing to do with it. You know, they couldn't have 24-hour support because they didn't charge a monthly fee. Usually if there was something wrong with it, it was stuff that was simple. You know, turn off your phone, restart stuff. It was, yeah. there was glitches in it. You know, it, every one of them has a glitch. And it's yeah. a computer. It's only as smart as it's programmed to be. But every now and then you have to reboot everything. So, right. you know, if you have problems, you turn it off, restart it, boom, problem solved couldn't get the problem fixed, well, then you'd call. But I did not have the problems that other people are saying they had. Yeah, I've just seen some, uh, I've seen some pretty, uh, pretty wild looking uh, logs from guys that ran into issues with it. But uh, I've also seen that from other providers too, you know, it's not. This, yeah, the saddest part of it is, is that rather than sell, you know, the 120 entities, they shut them down which makes no sense to me from a business perspective. Wouldn't you at least want to recoup some of your money? That I seriously don't understand. The Schmitz have been through quite a lot these past months in the wake of all this. Shortly after the 120 company's end and getting his truck out of the shop, Lee had the 120 wrap removed and made preps to lease on with another carrier. Once he found that carrier, a few loads in, he was hospitalized during a heart attack, needing a stent for a near full blockage. Lisa, for the first time in years, wasn't on the truck with him experienced every trucking spouse's worst nightmare being home during a medical emergency out on the road. She subsequently drove 11 hours in a personal auto to be with him. Christian Schenk of the former 120 company, meanwhile, was busy setting up a new operation called Wheel 19, which will operate in a manner similar to the principal 120 app, it sounds like, delivering discounts on items to drivers who use it out on the road. He calls his decision not to buy back Trimble's interest in 120-related uh, businesses and the subsequent closure of the company, a, quote, bump in the road, pretty big one, an expensive bump in the road, end quote. But he sounds at least confident in Wheel 19's future. He says he has no plans to bring on a trucking team under the authority he helped establish in 120 Trucking. And to me, he's expressed nothing but positive things about the Smiths. As for Lee and Lisa, they're less than sanguine about their recent dealings with him. He wants us to shut up and go away. Pay us. $4,200 may not seem like a lot of money to some people. But, you know, when your truck's been down, you've not earned a dime. It's kind of, it's a lot of money. <laughs> and part of it, you know, under normal circumstances, I would have just, I'm going somewhere else. But then it's like, all right, hang on, hang on. You know, we're going to make this work. We're going to do this. Now you're a couple weeks into it and more weeks into it. And Right. It's like, all right, my lease, I got to wait so many days. He's got so much chance to fix this. You don't fix this. Then I got to terminate it. And everything's got to be certified mail. So you got to wait for all of that. You know, so it's not like, say, when I was with Dallas Mavis or Green Tree or anything, you don't pay me, I quit. Sign out with somebody else tomorrow morning. You know, it didn't work right. that way. Finally, having noticed the Wheel 19 branding and seeing it was likely Shink's project, which he later confirmed, I asked the Smiths, whether it was safe to assume they were not going to be involved in that one. Nope. Oh. Nope. Burn, burn me once, they're going to burn me again. You know, not unless there's a real good sign-on bonus, I can tell you. You can follow what the Smiths are up to via the Facebook page Lisa started nearly two years ago when she jumped on the truck full-time as a passenger with Lee, about the time their run with 120 began. Search Trucking Across America with the Schmitz at Facebook.com to find it. Until next time, stay safe out there.